and welcome to the Think MHK podcast presented by the Manhattan Area Chamber of Commerce. On this podcast, you will hear about a variety of local matters pertaining to the business community. You also hear from local business owners to hear their story and gain valuable business insights. Thanks for tuning in today. My co-host for this segment is Darren Solden, our Director of Economic Development. Hey, Darren. Hey, Jason. So we're going to talk about one of the programs that we've had for a number of years in our economic development uh, program as part of our workforce development uh, initiative, uh, Classroom to Career. And we have the uh, two co-chairs of that program with us today. One is a repeat uh, guest, which we haven't had very many of those. And uh, It's a short list. Kylie Moody is with us again. And I don't know, Kylie, if that means you're super important or you just have a problem saying no or a combination of the two. <laughs> but but welcome back to the Think MHK podcast. And then for her first uh, appearance is Jamie Minton. How are you all today? Wonderful. Happy to be here. Yep. Very good. So why don't you each take a minute and uh, talk a little bit about yourselves, uh, including where you're from and how you each ended up uh, in Manhattan? Definitely. I think I drew the short stick, so I will begin. Um, so again, um, yes, have a hard time saying no, but there are also just a lot of things that I like and am passionate about, and classroom to career is one of them. But I am originally from Stafford, Kansas, which is a really small farming community, and then just kind of happened to land in Manhattan um, after graduate school, was trying to get back to my partner, who at the time was in Salina, and applied for a position at K-State in admissions and recruiting. Um, didn't think that I would probably get the job when I saw a lot of We Hire Wildcat stickers, but was fortunate enough to get a position, um, and from there have just gotten to be more involved, um, both at K-State and in the Manhattan community and um, have just, we, you know, we were like, oh, we'll be here for a couple years, kind of started as a springboard and move on from there, but have really had opportunities to really grow and to get more involved and really um, have just prospered in this area and are happy to be here. And we didn't mention why you were on before, but you have previously chaired uh, Leadership Manhattan. Correct. Jamie, how about you? Uh, yeah, so I'm originally from a small town outside of uh, Lawrence, a little town called Stoll, Kansas. Came to K-State actually after a college visit in high school. We took a biology field trip here, and I fell in love with the campus way prettier than KU's campus, which is what I was most familiar with. So decided to come here, um, stayed for for college, met my husband. Uh, we both were on the rowing team. I was on the K-State club team, and he was a high school coach at the time. And he's from here, so I stuck around and lucked into a position at Metalark and have been there for 12 years now and really got a chance to grow with that organization and, and do a lot of outreach and commitment to the community. Of course, Metal Arc is a great corporate citizen of Manhattan, and we appreciate you them allowing you to work on this program and you being with us today. Appreciative of them as well for that. So uh, why don't you all describe what the Classroom to Career program is and how you two became involved? Kylie and I became involved. Uh, we, we had a big networking group, a big group that, that met in 2016, 2017 timeframe. Um, to come together and talk about kind of how we can reclaim our schools is how I think about how, as a community, we can reinvest in our schools. Uh, I think nationally, Kansas schools are not well known for for their excellence or their community involvement. And so we thought, hey, how can we do that? And we split into two different pathways. Um, Kylie and I ended up together, and we had known each other before through Girls on the Run. And so it worked out well that we we were together and really just started talking through like what what is missing what can we do where can we help out and 
We did a couple of different programs. One of them was with high schoolers, and we toured different businesses um, and did some employability skills and had a lot of fun that way. Uh, but the classroom to career one was really, really what stood out, and and we just kind of jumped in and said, let's let's keep this going, let's make this work, let's show people how invested the uh, Manhattan community is in our schools, and then since then it's grown, of course. Uh, we are right now looking for sponsor businesses, and so maybe talk a little bit about exactly how the program would work and what are the expectations of those sponsor businesses. So this year, actually, based on feedback that we received from participating businesses this past year, um, we did reduce the cost to be part of the program. And so this year, it will be $400. And so basically, that goes toward a field trip. So the business can choose if they would like to have the students bus to their place of business or their organization or if it works better for them to do um, something else. Some businesses, companies, for example, are too small to host a class of 20 to 25 students. So instead, they have invited students to like a work site, for example, if it was a construction company or something else that might align with what that company um, business or organization is doing. And then part of the funds also go into a fund for the teacher to be able to use at their discretion. So they have used that fund on like a science, technology, engineering, math, or sometimes what is known as STEM activities or games or things. Um, some teachers have used it to buy classroom equipment. So like comfortable chairs for them while they're reading, books, magazines, um, just other interactive tools and things for the students to use. And then this past year, we actually um, had the whole fourth grade class um, in Wamigo West Elementary, they actually used part of their funding to take a field trip to Rock Springs 4-H camp, which was awesome to do some team building and some STEM and other activities. So it's really up to um, that teacher what that fund is used for. But then we do ask again in the survey, like, what was that fund? What were those funds used for? In the past, we have also um, purchased a swag item for all of the students participating to receive. But we also got feedback that that maybe wasn't necessarily needed and, again, was an opportunity to give the teacher more funds. But then it's really up to the business and the teacher for what that relationship looks like. So when we have a kickoff event and introduce the pairings for the business, company, organization, and then the classroom, we really leave it up to them to kind of figure out what works best for them. So businesses will come in and do hands-on activities. They may sponsor snacks. Um, um, they may do like signs or notes or things around state testing time. Um, it again, it really it's really up to that school and that business. But one thing um, this year we're bringing back too is sending a letter home to all of the students in the participating classrooms, letting them know um, that their classroom is sponsored by such and such company. There are placards. Um, we're going to do a social media campaign this year too, but really to help show like what that commitment looks like for those businesses and companies and organizations in the classrooms around our region. And the interaction between the business and the class is on average, what, once a month throughout the school year? Or is it is, is there a requirement for that? You know, the, the suggested expectation would be three times a year. And we see some that say, hey, let's hit that three times a year. And, and that's great. And that's very helpful for the teacher, especially if they're coordinating that well and helping meet some of those uh, curriculum requirements, because that is one of the reasons that we went with fourth grade, because it does meet a, a requirement for them. And so uh, some will do that and others will see there once a month or even 
more frequently, you know, if they're having different parties or different events, fundraising events, those sort of things, they'll definitely go out and support the kids, really get a chance to get to know the kids on an individual basis too. Yeah. And you talked about this, this is a fourth grade yep. specific program. Yeah. And there are about 40 fourth grade classrooms right now that we we support through this, that we sponsor. Technically, there are 39 last year, but it is, you know, Manhattan schools, uh, not just uh, USD 383, but other Manhattan schools, Wamigo and other Pot County schools as well. And those fourth graders you mentioned, there's some curriculum things that this this ticks off. What have you seen some of the other reasons that fourth graders work so well for this program? Personally, I think it's a it's a good age group that's not so scary for the businesses. You know, they're kids that you can definitely interact with, have conversations with. That was one of the things that we evaluated when we were picking what grade level is we wanted something that we felt like businesses could relate to. There is a a great thought, too, with this is, you know, future recruitment. Um, This is a great way to not just connect with students now, but continue a relationship on um, having that thing where they're like, yes, I want to go work there. I want to stay in Manhattan. I want to do that. And really, this is the age where that starts to sink in and that starts to develop for the students. And my understanding is this was um, a program that we saw at an inner city visit a number of years ago. And um, so, you know, people talk about why do we take the inner city visits and what do we get from? This is a program that we did get from um, that. And I don't remember, I wasn't here, but I don't remember which one specifically, but but uh, we are planning an inner city visit for anybody that is interested in going on one and let us know and we'll get you the information on our next one, which is going to be Wichita and Oklahoma City. So you you guys obviously are very involved in the the uh, logistics and administration of the program. Talk a little bit about kind of how you pair businesses up with classes and 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 that part of the process. <laughs> oh, I don't know that we want to tell people that. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, we do take requests um, from certain businesses, and sometimes that's that's one way that businesses have been involved. If they said, you know, one of our employees has a kid at this classroom, and so we'd like to be partnered there if possible. I think due to the great relationships that have formed through the program, we've had a lot of businesses say, and teachers as well, say, please keep me with that same business. We've got a great thing going. Um, we had one bank in particular that started a great program about teaching kids about banking. And the teacher is really able to continue that on even when we didn't, we weren't able to do, you know, visits and stuff during the pandemic. So really it's Kylie and I <laughs> uh, matching, matching businesses. Um, we try to to spread out, um, you know, so there's not two construction companies at one school or two banks at one school and try to give a variety to the classroom, um, just also to help the kids and teachers be able to talk about some of the differences. Jamie, you mentioned the um, uh, 39 classes across Riley and Pottawatomie County. Talk a little bit about how you've been able to grow that and some of the partners involved in that process. So we were lucky enough that um, after we did the first year, uh, Wamigo Chamber of Commerce, Pot County Eco Devo, they reached out and said, hey, this is really, really wonderful. They were very excited about it and they wanted to be involved. And, you know, at first I think there was an overwhelming, like, how can we get more businesses? Like we're, we were already doing 25-ish businesses in Manhattan. That felt like a lot, but I was overwhelmed with how easy those businesses kind of fell in line, especially in um, Pot County. Those communities are so strong that we had businesses saying, like, lining up and saying, hey, we want these. Um, we want to support the classrooms and we want to be a part of the the program. But um, Wamigo Chamber of Commerce has been involved as well as the Pot County Economic Development. And they all still are. Um, oh, yeah. Absolutely. Still very still, involved with that. Still involved and excited. 
Well, and I would just chime in, having been involved in this program from a couple of those different entities um, <laughs> now over the years, that um, um, both of you deserve an awful lot of credit for that as well. And, and the fact that uh, you've been kind of the, the strong force behind this the entire time and, and keeping things on track. And as staff people change and <laughs> growth happens and, and, and uh, teachers change and building administrators and everything else, I really appreciate all your efforts. Um, to keep things moving forward because it is a great program. So talk a little bit more about some of the stories uh, you hear from the businesses or the teachers too, because I know there's some great experiences that go on. Yeah, I think, again, um, the banking one has been a great example. I know um, Jamie and I both have fourth graders this past year, and um, I think my daughter's classroom was paired with a bank happened to be, but they got to walk down and look at things. And I remember when she came home and she was like, did you know, and you know, like they have a vault that has money inside of it <laughs> you know, and all of those things. And I was like, yes, so like, that's pretty cool. Um, so I think that's been one thing. I think the kids, there has been a lot of excitement with them. Um, I think, too, that just the teachers feel feeling more supported. And I think it's been a great opportunity. Um, I mean, unless you have someone in the school system or maybe you are connected through a spouse, you don't oftentimes know what the schools are dealing with, all of the many things going on. And so I think this has been another opportunity to really highlight that. Um, so again, I think some of the equipment, like the games and things that have been able to be purchased to keep students more engaged and, you know, when the teachers can say, like, look what so-and-so, you know, bought us for our classroom, that generates a lot of excitement, too. And the comfortable chairs where students can get up and move around the classroom and not have to be sitting in their desks the whole time, I think all of that has been really beneficial. And the teachers, too, again, I think, um, you know, bringing in the snacks. Um, a couple years ago, we did, like, we helped out with, like, their holiday party. And, you know, I think the teacher was like, thank you. It's great to have extra hands on duty because students are excited. It's the end of the semester. They're kind of climbing the walls. So that has been really good. Um, getting to bring them like to K-State and showing them the dairy and like, you know, giving them call hall ice cream, those kinds of things. It's just been really good. I think a lot of times students don't know all of the things that are available to them around Manhattan and in the surrounding area and Wamigo and stuff. So it's just been really beneficial. I also want to point out, it's not just businesses that we think of. Um, we've had a lot of other uh, community involvement. So the local firefighters union, the police department, um, a lot of nonprofits have been involved. The The chamber had a classroom this year. And I think um, each of those just gets to bring such a unique experience that, um, you know, it's, it's it's not all about workforce development. It's not all about that. It's about making the community stronger. And so having those other entities involved, I think, has has really made that program grow. Recently, I got a letter because we've sponsored the classroom since since this started. And we got a letter from a parent whose kid was in the first class just thanking us and saying, hey, my, my kid's going to be a seventh or eighth grader now. I, I can't remember now what it said, but I think it was seventh grader. And this is still such an impactful program. They still think about that. They, they like to come up and visit and those sort of things. So that was that was so great to hear. I was able a couple of years ago, I don't, it's hard to remember now with the pandemic and everything, but a few years ago uh, to go to a matching event and I was just blown away by the enthusiasm. It was like a pep rally. That's all Kylie right there. That's all. Put Kylie and Jamie in charge of something if you want it to be like a pep rally. So, so what, what, I mean, it's just talk about that. I mean, just the, the excitement from the business and the teacher and it just. You know, it really should be an exciting thing. Um, and that's part of the, I think, mentality of it is sometimes we ask so much from from teachers or from businesses or from schools in general that it's like we didn't want this to feel like just another thing that they had to to manage. And so we really wanted to just pump up that excitement. And honestly, having Kylie involved in this, she just brings so much excitement to everything. Uh, and so was able, you know, we we do a big reveal 
you know, fancy little PowerPoint and uh, really just match them. And there's a lot of cheering and then they can get together and talk about it afterwards. And, um, you know, we've done it with and without that before. Um, and and really the years that we've done it with the matching event, it's just been so exciting and and so fun. And people are excited to go to that event. And will there be a matching event this year? There will be. Okay. Yep. All right. So we'll look forward to that. Uh, you Somebody touched on this briefly, but workforce is now such a critical issue for communities across the country. How do you think this program helps educate students about career opportunities? I think it's tremendous in in that regard because, again, I feel like a lot of times kids, the adults in their circle sometimes are small, and so they may only know of a few jobs. I remember growing up, I was like, well, I could be a farmer, a teacher, a policeman, you know, like a few things. But this has really broadened students' thoughts. Um, I think they're a lot more curious. I think that they're like, okay, like, I see, you know, why these subjects are important, too. Like, why am I learning about math and coding and science and social studies and all of these things? And so, I think it's been really impactful in that way. Um, I think Jamie can speak to that. Metalark has even hired um, a couple of the students that we took on some of those middle school yep. visits. They're still employed there too. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so I think too, it helps the kids see like you are part of our community and like we need you, like you are our future. And so, you know, when you go to those businesses and are just around Manhattan, like think of, you know, when you're 14 or 15 or whatever that age is that you can work and what that can look like. And, and too, that I think getting to hear some of the businesses and their stories, knowing that, oh, they started out in this, but then they changed to this. And so, you know, again, like you don't have to be one thing or the other. There's a lot of opportunities and a lot of different things that you can be. And this is why going through school, it's important to figure out what subjects do you like? Do you like hands-on? Do you like more computer? And teachers are able to talk about that too in real ways that now makes a lot more sense to the students. I would also think it would introduce them to potentially even starting and owning their own business because you, you get to meet people who own their own business. Then maybe this is a question for, all, for everybody at the table, but how does somebody become, get more involved in this program? Um, you call Darren at the chamber. No, um, That sounds like a reasonable, that, reasonable that really response. Um, yep. Darren will send you to Amber and she'll get you signed up. No. Um, so right now we are kind of in our recruiting phase for n- more sponsors. Um, you know, we give the first option to those who have sponsored uh, in the past. And then people who want more information, really, Kylie and I, we love talking about the program, uh, something that we get really excited about. So we're always happy to go and sit down and talk with individuals, um, you know, share our personal stories, plus just the overall impact of the program. Um, but right now, both both the chambers and Pot County Eco Devo, so Amigo Chamber, Manhattan Area Chamber, those are all great points of contact um, to get all of the information and get uh, businesses signed up. Yep, we'll be happy to answer any questions if, if folks reach out. And obviously, we're getting everything ramped up and ready to go for the 2022-2023 school year. Right. Excited about the program. And we're, and we're, of course, very proud to be sponsoring the program. And thank you both for continuing to lead it for us and because you all make it great. And we appreciate that. So... We are to the part of our podcast where, and this is, I think this is the first time this has happened where we have uh, multiple rapid fires. <laughs> we so, do. The, the logistics of this could get interesting. Yeah, it is. Okay. So, Jamie, are you ready? We got, we got a series of questions here you got to answer. Yep. Okay. Something people often find surprising about you. Uh, I coach a Little League baseball team. What are you currently reading or is a favorite book? Outlander. I just got back from a trip from Scotland where we like... 
toured all the spots. Yeah, is that a fictional? No, no, it is. Um, it's about time traveling, but based on some real life historic events uh, in Scotland in the 1740s. Gotcha. Okay. So, what is your guilty pleasure? Okay, other than Outlander, it's um, young adult fiction novels. <laughs> what is your favorite holiday? Christmas. What three words describe living in Manhattan? Uh, community, food, and energy. I agree with that. No, if food. What? Tell me, food. Restaurants and is all that... food. Yes, all food is amazing. Um, yeah, yeah. Restaurant. We have fantastic restaurants. I mean, seriously, we just got back from Scotland, and our restaurants are right there. We've we've got great variety, great food. We we eat out a lot. <laughs> I agree with you on that too. Best childhood memory. As a kid, I used to go and chop wood with my with my dad, and he'd cut really little pieces so that I could carry them. Okay, first concert and favorite concert. Nickelodeon, all that tour, <laughs> and favorite concert would be Guns N' Roses. Who is someone you look up to? Uh, my father-in-law, Ernie Minton. I know Ernie. He's a great guy. He's a wonderful man. And what is your favorite meal? All of them. Um, no, I love mussels. Cooked raw? Oh, cooked in like a buttery wine sauce. Okay. So really, they're just like butter vessels. Is, I got is you. What they are. I think Darren, Darren's going to take Kylie. So. Yeah, there, there was a lot of food talk there. We're actually okay. taking, we're taking a break for a meal. We'll be <laughs> right. back later. All right, Kylie, um, the clock is ticking. First off, what are you currently reading or what is your favorite book? Favorite book is Unbroken. It's a true story about Louis Zampernini, who um, was... Um, an immigrant um, who was a prisoner of war during World War II and was an Olympian, but missed the 1940 Olympics. But yeah, great, great book. Very interesting. I'm I'm intrigued. Uh, what is your guilty pleasure? Um, Reese's. <laughs> How about your favorite holiday? Halloween. What is something you always travel with? Gum. Me too. <laughs> mm-hmm. This might be related. What's your favorite snack? Oh, my favorite snack. Um... Does it begin with R and ends in Reese's? Yeah, that one is definitely oh. one. Is, <laughs> it's okay yeah, to use Reese's. the same answer yeah. over and over yeah. again. And here's the opportunity to go three for three. What is your favorite flavor of ice cream? Oh, Purple Pride. That's very good. on brand. Nice job. That is very good. Although Reese's would have been an appropriate answer for that as well. <laughs> yeah. um, or bubblegum. How, how about the biggest lesson the pandemic taught you? To never take anything for granted. Person, experience, opportunity cherish all of it. That is a very good answer. Um, how about, uh, we've heard this one before, your first concert, favorite concert? <laughs> LFO, or the Light Funky Ones at the Kansas State Fair. And my favorite is by far Taylor Swift. Who is someone you look up to? My mom. And the final question, texting, if that's the answer, go ahead and text it over, um, or talking. <laughs> talking. Well, thank you for uh, taking part in the rapid fire Thank you both for being with us today, and thank you for leading this important program, and I'll be looking forward to Match Day and then getting updates on how the year goes. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for listening to this episode of Think MHK, a podcast produced by the Manhattan Area Chamber of Commerce. If you enjoyed the Think MHK podcast, we'd love for you to subscribe and share it out on your social media channels. Feel free to reach out to us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at the Manhattan Area Chamber of Commerce.